Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mavs Outsider. This is your host, Dustin, and um, usually I do um, post-game pods, but uh, with no game yesterday, uh, there's no nothing to talk about other than the fact that it got canceled, and uh, all you can pretty much say is it got canceled, so... Uh, I thought it'd be fun to do a short preview of tomorrow's game against uh, Charlotte and then kind of do a a little bit of an overreaction type on uh, what's going on in the NBA as far as, you know, standings and how some teams are doing and something like that. And I kind of think it's fun to do a little overreaction. I know... um, it's still early, but you know, it's nobody wants to listen to a video where someone's given a rational thought, right? Everybody loves to hear the overreaction, so I think I'm gonna do that. Uh, but first, I'll start with the uh, Charlotte game. The uh, Mavs will be shorthanded, I guess. Uh, it came out who is not with the team. Um, to go along with uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and uh, Josh Richardson and Jalen Brunson, um, you know Maxi Powell had text or Maxi Powell Maxi Kleber text tested positive, and Dwight Powell is the other guy that will be uh, left back in Dallas. So, luckily, you know, unfortunately, we're still out basically our three best defensive players yeah you know obviously kp's a really good defender he's supposed to make his season debut but uh you know it'll be his first game i don't know uh if he's on any kind of minutes restrictions uh hopefully uh i I would kind of like i i know carlisle will probably keep a nine-man rotation um you know he probably won't play uh, Bay or Hinton, and he probably won't play Terry either. So, unless the game gets out of hand, I guess if the Mavs are either up big or down big, I could see him, you know, putting those guys in and letting them play. But uh, I figure it to be a nine-man rotation to begin with until, you know, either the the game is figured out or maybe it stays close and he sticks with those nine guys. But uh, um, I do, um, like Owandu, I, I'm glad he's getting the time, um, and I'm hoping, you know, this kind of leads to him getting more minutes. I, I, I think he fits with, um, the defensive players, the defensive wings we got with, uh, Richardson and Dorian Finney-Smith, and I think it just adds another guy you can bring in to defend if you're playing against, you know, a really good team with um, stars and unique fouls. Um, but uh, I'm glad Awandu's getting some time in. Uh, Josh Green will probably get some minutes again. Uh, you know, he hasn't really done much. You know, he does play hard. Uh, I, you know, maybe he'll get a, more than one shot up this time. But we'll see. You know, Charlotte's a... Charlotte's been playing well lately. I believe they've won something like four in a row. Um, they they haven't played 
they haven't played very good teams winning those games, but you, you still you play your schedule and you you know you win you either win them or lose and they're winning them. So hopefully, you know Dallas can uh, bring it, pull in another win. Uh, you know I don't know out of Brunson, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Richardson which one of those guys tested positive. So here pretty soon they'll get two of them back and the one. We'll have to stay out. They still haven't said which one it is, and I guess they won't ever really say. We'll just basically find out by the process of elimination. So hopefully that will be this weekend, um, and we can get two of those guys back, you know, help fill this roster up. But, uh, yeah, the Charlotte, they, you know, LaMelo Ball's been playing well. Um, Gordon Hayward's been playing all-star basketball. Uh, Rozier and Miles Bridges and P.J. Washington and one of the Martin guys, the one that plays the most. uh, They've been playing really well. Obviously, Miles Bridges killed us the last game. Shooting it like Steph Curry for some reason. I... (laughs) Didn't expect him to make every shot he put in the air, but uh, you know Charlotte did win the last meeting, and I do believe last year uh, the road team won both games. So hopefully uh, that trend will stay the same. But uh, yeah, that's you know tomorrow night is so far going on. You know I'm glad it wasn't Luca or Przingis that tested positive because. The way it's going, you know, having one guy out for two weeks, especially a main player, that can really uh, make or break a, you know, two weeks worth of basketball. So, but, uh, so yeah, after, uh, so I'm going to move on to this uh, overreaction. Um, And I'll I'll start in the Eastern Conference since uh, I think the West is better. But uh, as far as the top teams in the East, the top four, um, I don't think it's very much of a surprise. You know, I knew Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly would be there. Um, Obviously, Milwaukee had a slow start, but they've turned it around real fast. And they're all, you know, they've worked their way up to second. You know, I knew Philly would be there. Now, Philly probably would be a little higher had they not missed half their team for a few games um that's kind of an unfortunate uh um, event for them you know i hopefully games like that don't happen much hopefully um something will change within the next couple months because i'd hate to see a playoff game decided because you know a, a team can only roll out eight guys and out of those eight guys, you know, five of them are pretty much non-rotation guys, and and you're going out there trying to win a game. So, but uh, Indiana had a hot start. They've cooled off a little since then, and uh, so they have dropped to six and four. Um, Orlando also had a really hot start, but they've been killed with injuries. And they've just they've lost three in a row, um, including one to Dallas. And uh, you know I I don't think there's a light at the end of the tunnel for them. I I could see them falling a little bit more. 
Charlotte is a surprise team sitting in there at the sixth spot at the moment. Um, like I said, they've won four in a row. They're playing really good basketball. They're playing good team basketball. And it is a surprise seeing them there. I, I don't know if they can keep it up. Um, I kind of don't know why not. Uh, I feel like... I don't know if... And I'll get to them here in a minute, but... You know, Toronto was a playoff team last year, and I, I they've got a, a climb ahead of them. And they seem to not be able to win basketball games. Um, they're 2-8, and eight, and they just they can't put together wins. And if it, you know, n- nobody's coming to save them. You know, there's nobody out for them. They're, they're playing everyone they have, and they, they just aren't winning games. So somebody, if, if Toronto doesn't make that spot, somebody's got to fill it, you know, as a top eight team. And honestly, I, I know it's early. And like I said, this is an overreaction podcast, so why not? I, I think the way Charlotte's playing, they can fill that spot. You know, teams like um, Orlando and Atlanta and even Indiana, they had hot starts. Uh, the Knicks was another one. The Knicks and the Cavs were other teams that had hot starts and obviously you know you see them at the top of the standings after the first five games and you're like oh here here they can you know they maybe they turned the corner but no it always equals out in the end and the Knicks have fallen the Cavs have fallen the Hawks have fallen but Charlotte on the other hand they had a slow start and they seem to have picked it up as the games go on and I think that's a good sign that they're a better team you know I I would rather see my team have a slow start and then pick it up because I feel like that shows you more of who they are rather than you know the Knicks having this hot start start, the the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Hawks and stuff like that They, they they were at the top you know I think Atlanta started something like four and oh you know now they're five and five and right now you know they're occupying the the fifth spot or the eighth spot in the east but i you know they're they're not playing good basketball right now you know brooklyn at some point i feel like we'll figure it out um i don't think they're gonna stay down where they are at 11 i think they'll they'll you know they'll make some progress and they'll put some wins together. You know, they'll put a winning streak together. Um, I, I don't know the status of Kyrie. Uh, I honestly don't even know the full story of why he's out. I've heard a few things. I, I, I don't know what's true and what isn't. So I, I don't want to just make something up. But as far as, you know, the Heat, they're there in the top eight. Right now they're at seventh. You know, they started a bit slow. They were able to, you know, put together some wins. Um, they are at 500. Uh, I, I do believe their games has been postponed. Um, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if those games are postponed because of the Celtics or the Heat. But, uh, 
I think the Heat are a bit better than the record. I I don't think they'll make it to the finals again. I, I don't think they're that team, but I do think they're a playoff team. And I do think they will um, move up in the standings. You know, I could see Orlando falling out. Um, the only the only team I could see making it in is Brooklyn. Because after the Hawks at eight, you know, you got the Knicks and the Cavs. And I just, I, I think you're going to see the real Knicks and Cavs for the next 20 games. And I think you're going to see the team that we kind of thought they were. Um, they already, or both teams are already under 500. And they're losing multiple games in a row. And I just think that's who they are. I know they had fast starts, but I think both teams are rebuilding teams. Um, I I can see Brooklyn putting wins together um, and getting those wins against the lower half of the team. Chicago's another one. I, I just don't foresee Chicago getting better. Um, Washington, I you know, when I, I did a... Uh, I think it was in the first podcast I did. Um, I talked about predictions, and I had the Wizards as the eighth seed. I, you know, I guess I'm wrong about that. I, I thought they would be better. They, they just can't play defense, I guess. And I, I don't know. I, I'm not even sure their coach will finish the year at this point. Um, I don't know if Bradley Bill will be traded. I could see. I could see them not trading him and just trying to replace the coach and get away that way. But uh, unless Westbrook comes back and they and they go on some sort of you know winning streak where they you know you see him winning like thirteen of fifteen, um, I, I just don't know you know. But you never know. It's still early. There's a lot of season left, and you've already we've already seen it with some teams. You know. You could lose a couple players, a couple big players um, from COVID, and all of a sudden you're scrambling to put together a roster. So, but at the bottom of the standings, Toronto and Detroit. Um, Detroit's pretty much where we thought they would be. Um, I don't know if anybody thought it, Detroit was going to be any good. They made some strange signings over the offseason. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they traded Derrick Rose. Um, Derrick Rose is a good player, that uh, a good veteran player that a team could use for a playoff run. So it wouldn't surprise me to see him on another team. And I think Griffin, Blake Griffin's contract is up after this year. I could be wrong about that, but I think he's a free agent this offseason. So they, they still are in rebuilding mode. Um, so I don't foresee them... Even moving them out of that fifty, I could see them with a top three pick. So Toronto's the one that's the surprising one. I, you know, I, I don't know if there's an improvement to be made um, in Toronto. I, I could see them being a bottom three team in the East. So, but anyhow, I, I guess I kind of glazed over the the Atlanta Hawks. You know, I I don't. I don't foresee the Hawks making the playoffs. I do feel that they could make this tournament, um, play-in tournament. I guess it's going to be the ninth and 10th along with the 7th and 8th. 
I do think the Hawks are probably better than teams like the Knicks and the Cavs and the Bulls, the Raptors and the Pistons. So they just need to get healthy at this point. But uh, that's pretty much my overreactions on the East. Um, I'll move on to the West. Obviously, the Lakers are in the first spot. I don't think that's a surprise. Clippers are in the second spot, tied with Phoenix. I don't think that's a surprise either. The Clippers finished the with all the problems they had last year. They still had the second best record in the West last year. So I think they have a better team. I do think Ibaka is an upgrade from Harrell. Um, there's a lot of other people that feel the same way too. And also a chemistry. As far as chemistry goes, he's a better fit. Um, I think he... You could put, you know, Zubox on the bench now and start Ibaka, and your starting five is a, is a good team. So I would, I, I do think the Clippers end up, you know, second, third. Um, Phoenix is third. I, I, I do think they can sustain um, being up there in the West. I don't think they'll make second, but I could foresee them making third or fourth. I don't think that's a stretch. They are playing really well. They have a good mixture of young talent along with the veterans like Crowder and Chris Paul, obviously. But, you know, Booker is a talented player, obviously. Miles um, Bridges, I think, is playing better than most people anticipated. Um, Aiton is having a really good year. Um, they have good bench scoring. So Phoenix... Phoenix, I think, will be in the top eight when it's all said and done. Utah as well. It, you know, Utah to me is right about where I thought they would be. Um, I thought Utah would be in the around the four, three, four spot. So they're there currently. Portland's at the fifth. I had Portland making the playoffs in my first pod. I do think they're a playoff team. Um, I think they will get better the more um, continuity they have. You know, Nurkic played in the bubble, but he hadn't played in a year. So, you know, I now that you're going to get a full season with Nurkic and um, the, the uh, what's his name, the guy they traded for Houston? It slipped my mind. But, uh, you know, Lillard's still a great player, McCollum. But uh, I, I think Portland is there. I, I don't know where they finish. Uh, I don't think it's a top four. I think it's more of a bottom four. And the sixth spot right now is Golden State. I I know there's a lot of fans of Golden State out there right now that are um, think that they're a playoff team. I, I do think Golden State's a good team. I just I don't know if they're a playoff team. I... I think Steph Curry is going to have to play every game this season for them to make the playoffs. Um, I, I I don't know if he's I don't know if he's gone a season yet where he hadn't missed at least fifteen games. So it's it's a shorter season, and if Steph misses any time, I I just I don't know like. Is your best player Wiggins in that point? I, I don't know. I just don't trust Wiggins to lead me to a playoff 
so right there, right now, they're still there, and I'm sure there's people out there that'll say I'm a hater or whatever. I, I just, you know, they, I could see them making the play-in tournament for sure. And if you have Steph Curry and you're in that play-in tournament, obviously anything is possible. You know, that play-in tournament's going to change some things. And I'm interested to see when the time comes how that goes with the, you know, responses by players and stuff. Because, you know, if you're the seventh seed and you've got 15 more wins than the tenth seed and for whatever reason you have an injury that keeps one of your players out and you're out of the playoffs, you know... I don't know how many teams are going to be excited about that, but, you know, that's, I guess we'll find out when the time comes. Dallas is sitting at seventh right now. I I do believe being, I know it's a homer take, but I do think they're better than a seventh seed. I could see them making it up to the fourth or fifth. They They started slow. They have won three in a row. They're getting Porzingis back. Now they are out five rotational players like legitimate rotational players with this COVID thing so um, I guess it's better to get it out of the way now because I feel like at some point every team is going to have to deal with this it's just when is that going to happen and in the eighth spot is kind of a shocker um, Oklahoma City um, they've actually won three in a row uh, I actually watched them the other night and one thing about them I noticed is it didn't matter how talented or lack of talent they may have had out there on the court. They played hard, and good for them. You know, I, I know a lot of people expected them to tank, and you know what? After 30 games, they could be in the 13th spot. You know, that it wouldn't surprise anyone. But you know what? They're out there playing and they're out there trying. And they've put some wins together. So, you know, they do have some talented players. You know, they do have a lot of draft picks coming up. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if George Hill was traded. Um, as far as Al Horford goes, I don't know if anybody's going to want to trade for him. Um, he is making a lot of money for a guy his age. So I, I, I don't know if anybody's excited about taking on that contract. But you never know. You never know. Um, and the ninth spot is the Spurs. They they are to me a five hundred team. I, I I don't. They're not great. They're not terrible. They're just an average team. So being five and five right now, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were. Um, what is it? Thirty six and thirty six. I guess is. Half of 72. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they ended the season like that. Um, maybe. I, I don't know. They could be the 10th team. But I, I just, they maybe get the play in. I, I don't know. I, I, I would doubt. I would bet against it, though, if, if I were a betting man. Um, the next, Denver is sitting at 10 right now. Uh, I don't know if they're tenth. They're the tenth best team, but at the same time, you know, at the beginning of the year, I had them as I think the second seed, and I, 
I don't think they're that after seeing them play. Um, I think losing uh, Jeremy Grant and Mason Plumley, two guys who were really good defenders um, in the front court, I, I think that really hurt them. And I, I think it's caused them to lose some games. And, you know, they are 500. Jokic is playing out of his mind right now. He's averaging a triple-double. Um, he he can He's not a great defender, but I, I believe he's going to do everything he can to help get them a win. I know their Porter Jr. has been out with the whole COVID thing since the first I have no idea when he's coming back. I just that's, that's just another one of those, you know. I, I don't know how much this COVID is going to, you know, affect some of these teams. It's already gotten Denver and the Mavs for that matter, and the Sixers. So Sacramento is an average team. Um, to me, New Orleans is also an average team. Uh, I I. Don't I know Brandon Ingram's a good player. I just you know last year at the big early in the season when Zion was out, I still thought they had some decent players, and Brandon Ingram was out there and he was putting up a lot of stats, but none of it was translating into wins. I mean, I think they had lost at one point like thirteen in a row. So I, I, it kind of reminded me of like Trey Young. You know, he, he puts up these big numbers, but it just doesn't translate into wins. And I just don't foresee it changing. You know, I, I don't think their guards are that good. You know, Lonzo is just, he's an okay player. He's a NBA player. I, I just don't know how good he is. Eric Bledsoe. Isn't the same guy he was a few years back. You know, he is aging. Um, I just I, I just think New Orleans is an average team. Um, maybe they make that 10th spot. I don't know. Um, they're, I don't think they're missing anybody. And they still just... Uh, they still just... They're average. Um, Memphis has had a lot of injuries. Uh... You know, I don't think Jaron Jackson's played a game yet. And Jaw has, I think he only played the first few games and he's been out. So Memphis, um, they, they're going to, you know, depending on how many games Jaw Morant plays and Jaron Jackson plays, they, you know, they could be just a bottom three, four team. Um, I, if, if you get so too far behind, catching up is going to be tough. Um, I would like to see Memphis, though, get the first pick. Um, I think adding some a guy like Cade Cunningham to that team with Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr., I, I think that would be an exciting team. Um, I think it would fit perfect in Memphis. But that's that's a an overreaction. So uh, Houston... I, you know what? Houston is... I, I I don't have any faith in Houston. Um, I, I feel like James Harden is more interested in strip clubs and wings than he is in playing basketball. And I, I don't know if he's... 
Um, I, I know the out of shape, overweight has been overplayed, but man, when you see him, he he looks overweight, and I I don't know if he's. I feel like if they get too far behind, they're they're gonna have a long way to catch up. Um, John Wall has been good. You know, he looks to me just as fast as he did before the injury. Um, he still isn't a great shooter, but you know he can get to the rim. Uh, it's just James Harden. I, I guess sometimes he just looks like he's mailing it in, and other times he acts like he cares. And I, I just if he can put it together and act like he cares they're only a game and a half out of that you know it's still early they're only a game and a half out of that eighth spot and like i said i I don't know if oklahoma will be able to keep it up um minnesota they're i just don't think they're a good team um i'd hate to see Cade cunningham get there because (laughs) i just don't think i don't i'm not a big fan of their coach i don't think he's a good coach i don't know how much more evidence an ownership needs to see that he's not a good coach. I do think they have talented players, but they just, they're not good. I, I could see them win in 15 games. Um, Towns, not a good defender. The other guys, the other, the wings, um, like Edwards, Culver, Kogi, they're, they seem to be good defenders. Edwards is having a good start to the year. He, I tell you, he's built like a like a tenured pro. Um, he's not like some some of these other guys that come in real skinny. He he's built to play now. Um, he's having a good start, but at the end of the day, you know, they they they're just not winning games. And I don't know who they can bring in to coach. I. Anybody out there, maybe they give a chance to a new guy. I don't know. But I, I could see Minnesota finishing at the bottom. Um, I could even see Oklahoma finishing above them. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I guess it doesn't matter with the, the way the NBA does their lottery. Anybody has a chance to get that first pick. So as long as you're probably bottom four, you got a pretty good chance to get the number one pick. But that's pretty much my overreactions for for now. Um, you know, maybe maybe in a few weeks um, we'll have another you know few days off, and I can make a another podcast. You know, the, the standings probably look different. I can see you know obviously being you know say twenty thirty games in, standings will look different. You know, I'll probably put one together at the All-Star break. I do think they're going to take a week off for the All-Star break, but I don't think there's any games, a game going to be played. So um, that would be a good time to put together a second half overreaction, what I think could happen. So, But until then, I, uh, I'll put together a post-game pod for the Mavs-Charlotte game. Hopefully it's a win. Um Hopefully Porzingis scores 25 to 30. Lucas scores 30 to 35. And we're talking about a win. We'll see. But uh, until then, we'll see you next time. And if you want to uh, 
reach me on Twitter. I'm at the Mavs Outsider. Um, I, I think I'm gonna actually start uploading these to YouTube. Um, I might also do video pods to go along with the audio. We'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I do have a YouTube already, the Mavs Outsider. So I'll probably put this up on YouTube. It's just an audio pod, but I'll probably eventually put some video ones together and uh, kind of do both. Um, I, don't, I haven't made up my mind if I'll do separate video and separate audio pods. We'll have to see how that goes. But uh, anyhow, until next time, we'll see ya.